There we go. We're live. All right. We'll do that. So, well, Welcome back, everybody, to the MSG Podcast. Yeah. We're your hosts, as always. I'm David. And Trey. <laughs> we got we got to script that or something. We'll just cut that in. Welcome back to the the morning <laughs> Tuesday morning coffee reviews by That's Trey right. and Dave, where we get up at every six a.m. Mm-hmm. every Tuesday and test they out new coffees. coffees. Right? They don't know. They don't know. They don't know about it. That's right. <laughs> and this is a fine coffee that we're tasting oh, today. Yes. It's so a great. Nice black coffee. Yep, my favorite. Just a dash of cinnamon. Oh no, we can't. We can't do cinnamon. <laughs> Does that cinnamon in it? <laughs> Is cinnamon not good in coffee? It, for some people. It sounds like, like it would be like pretty good. pure, unadulterated coffee. It sounds like good coffee if it had cinnamon in it. It might be. I just, I probably just wouldn't drink it. What? Why not? I don't know. I'm too used to just plain old... you got to test it. you got to scoop you gotta it out of the can. your wings. I've tried flavored coffee. I, I don't know. I'm just not Not even like flavored. Just like a hint of cinnamon or something. With your normal uh, black coffee, put some cream like said, in it. Like I said, that's, that's above and beyond, and I'm just sort of a, a simple guy. Just you're shovel, a, you're it, a shovel simp it into the for co- coffee. Yeah, that's right. You're just for that original coffee taste. simp. Yeah, there you go. Today's sponsor. <laughs> what kind of what kind of brand coffee do you drink? The cheapest that tastes good. Which is, is it like Folgers. the great value one? No, it's it's Folder. You gotta get oh, name oh. brand when you get coffee, but you can I, get I, the I cheap name brand. Okay, Folder isn't that like a high brand? Like, it's not like expensive, or that's like a pretty popular brand. It's popular. It's not that expensive. It's oh. it's like the lower okay. end of the name brand coffees. Hmm. Great value is okay. Just never get Aldi coffee. Aldi if, coffee. Because I, I know you don't drink coffee, don't but drink. If, if you get somebody coffee, don't get Aldi coffee because it, it it tastes like brown water. Brown water. Mm-hmm. It has no hmm. coffee flavor. That's what we'll do. We'll try that. <laughs> We're reviewing Aldi coffee with cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon. I'm telling you, cinnamon is that sounds pretty it, good. It might be good, and I'm I'm I shouldn't down something before I try it. But I know in or, the past, or, wait, maybe had, bacon flavored coffee. Now you're getting somewhere. <laughs> that's Again, your I'm next. Not sure I would try that's it. your next drink. You're gonna make bacon. You're bacon gonna make flavored, flavored coffee. coffies that are just. I don't know something about flavored coffee just did not sit well with me. Honey mustard flavored. <laughs> no, no, you're going off on a rabbit trail now. It's, <laughs> It's gonna get progressively worse. Hey man, nothing's I'm mixing worse. my wine in there, and it's just it's well. There not... you go, wine flavored coffee. No, with real alcohol. <laughs> no, those are. Uh, uh, hey man, maybe. two different paths on the highway. I don't. I don't. You can drink convert. it in the morning and at night <laughs> with your steaks. <laughs> well, the caffeine would counteract the alcohol, and so you'd be wired and depressed. It's just uh, perfect combo. Best of both worlds, no, right there. No, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes things are separate for a reason. Yeah, man. Do you do you go to uh, Starbucks? I do not. You don't. Have you ever been to Starbucks? I have been to Starbucks. You got some of their coffee or frappuccinos or it's whatever. It's okay, but it's overpriced. Oh yeah. And the service, but... depending on the location, the service is okay. But I know I've probably told you on the podcast before. It's like of the the rare few times I've been to Starbucks, I go in and I want just a black coffee. Yeah. They look at you like you're an alien or something, and then they give you that like sidelong look. I can't, I've been there like like a handful of times. And like it was like three years ago, I went there and I got like an iced coffee with like vanilla flavoring in it. Yeah, it was like black coffee, but like iced with vanilla. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It's like, it really just kind of to be okay. honest, it just tastes burnt to me. Yeah. So I was and like, whatever. And it's expensive. It's like four plus bucks a cup. Yeah, but I mean, I go there once every ten years, so yeah, it doesn't so really matter to me. It. I like their hot chocolate. It's okay. I've and their, never their had coffee's it. okay, but 
Yeah, just for the service of them, like looking you up and down and going, "Who are you to order?" And then I don't use their their you sizing. I refuse to go. Oh, yeah, I want a venti black americano. I don't think I do that either. I think last time I said like a medium or something. But and the good ones will go. Okay, I know what you mean. The bad ones will be like, "Oh, you mean a you know a double or something?" Yeah, I don't, I don't know their sizing. You. I don't care. A grande. <laughs> like I don't know. Don't. They they like the naming scheme that they have is so bizarre because it's Spanish, it's three, right? well, it's just, some of it's Spanish, but it's like three right. different languages. Huh. It's like they got Italian and Spanish and but like they, dude, they're just culture culturally advanced or whatever you call it. The the, the sizes <laughs> don't even mean what they're trying. Well, grande to make means like big right. or large, and, and that's then like venti the, actually means twenty. In Italian, so how, well, what, what is, is that? It's either small? It's like their largest. No. Oh, is it? Trent, is it Trenta or something that they're trying to make Shoot. the biggest? Or, we, are un, we are uncultured. <laughs> if, if Starbucks represents culture, then I want to be as far away from it as possible. Come on, man. I'll tell you, if, if I'm going to go to a coffee house, there's, a one, uh, there's one off of Northwest Highway. Family owned? Um, yeah. Not my family, but they're oh, yeah, yeah, family owned. Yeah. Not uh, it's called White Rock Coffee House, and they have the best coffee for the price, and they don't look at you weird. In fact, they cater to people that just like regular coffee. Well, yeah, that, I mean, it's quicker to make, I would think. Yeah. And easier, so. They get the good beans, and they, they can make it real quick and make good stuff. Beans from South America. They get them from all over. Get them Brazil. And <laughs> Cuba. Ooh, <laughs> I, careful. I don't think they got Cuban beans, but. Yeah. Amen. Good the, coffee is really good, and bad coffee <laughs> is a disgrace. A disgrace. <laughs> it's depressing. There you go. Yeah, uh, dude, I was driving down the road the other day, and there was a. I was driving past a Starbucks, and this thing was like, like the cars were like lined up, and it almost went all the way around the building. Really? Yeah. I was like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> you guys I think are messed a lot of up. Times they might be. I don't. You know, that's not knocking any of those folks because that's their their uh, their habits and whatnot. That's what they decided they want to do. I've talked to a lot Bro, of... it was uh, like 2 p.m. I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you drink coffee at 2 p.m.? Anything before uh, 5 is fair game, but anything after 5, you're going to die. You know. won't sleep. Nah, I'm calling bull. <laughs> it's got to be between like 2 a.m. and 8 a.m. Uh, after that, it's off. You can't use it. can't do it. Well, I mean, that afternoon coffee used to be a staple in the south, in the deep south especially. Like, you would do your morning coffee, and then you'd go out and do your day's work or something, and you'd eat lunch, and then a lot of times, you know, you'd have somebody over a guest at your house, and you'd make a pot of coffee then. It yeah. was like one or two in the afternoon. Uh, but then after that point, you know, you wouldn't drink anymore. That's what you need to do. Yeah. I did that today. You have a coffee maker at home? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. How many you got? What, coffee makers? Yeah. Just, well, we have two in the house. One of them's broken. No, we got three. So we got oh, two big what? ones. One of the big ones is broken, and we got a Keurig. But the Keurig sits in the corner. We hardly ever use that one. I don't even know what a Keurig is. It's it's the one that got the little pods you pop in there, and then you close oh, the lid. And it, okay. It's like That's a single like, serve. Those are like flavored ones, aren't they? You can you can get all sorts, okay. and they even got like your own little pod you could put your own grounds in. Okay. So it's like, yeah. it's the same as another. It's just smaller serving, so you do one cup at a time. There you go. I don't know. It's a, good, it's a good system. There I you guess. go. That's when you need to get it's into trendy. flavored coffee. Get make those little pods. Get some new flavoring in there. I don't know. I'd, it'll be a, a sad day when I break into flavored coffee. <laughs> hey man, you I already got the wine. Yeah. 
you got the lemonade. Mm-hmm. This I, my empire is coming together. Your empire is coming together. Yeah, I got your I got your lemonade in the fridge. Yeah, so I put it in there. To everyone's dismay, we won't be doing a reshoot of that uh, that poor audio episode where we both died drinking that lemonade. <laughs> no, with that, I think that that episode went up. Yeah, it did. Yeah, no. it just, I'm not retasting. We won't uh, be doing a remaster. I think I'm good without tasting it again. Yeah. So I'll, but, I'll uh, be drinking the rest of that batch. But yeah, it got some pretty bad reviews at the uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Good. That's. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be met with uh, praise and and cheering. Yeah. It's. Just strong and most of them wanted to smell it before they took it. Yeah, and I was, I was like, no, just you just, just gotta take it. You just gotta take it. Don't even smell it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how you get like, it that down? That would be off-putting. So and it's like, yeah, it's I like think our pure. general consistency was it wasn't bad, but it's different in such a strong way that it's not. I was telling enjoyable. them you liked it, but you liked the original batch you made. Yeah, the original was better. Sure. I think you need a lot less jalapeno. Yeah, I think I've, you needed like a lot more. It's it's hard to judge because that first batch was so it was like very well blended and it was an accident. Yeah. And I used the same amount of everything, but the problem with jalapenos is the heat varies from batch to Did batch. Did you put like less sugar in it or something? I think well, this batch I think a maybe that more first sugar. First batch we probably had a little I think more lemon probably yeah, would have been a solid. Lemon. Maybe lime, I don't maybe. know. I think it needs just a touch more sugar. I know this one's really sugary, but the sugar yeah. actually brings out the the citrus. And it kind of counteracts the heat, but there's no stopping that heat. It just you got to counteract. You just need mouth. a little hint of the heat. You don't need a full yeah. blast. No, I agree. So maybe I need to. So, I'll just dial it back because it like really, it really did use. taste like just pure jalapeno. It juice. was liquid jalapeno. I was like, just oh burning my its way down your esophagus. It's just, yeah, and it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll suffer through this batch, even though I, I enjoy it. You could just it. pour it out. I could, I could, but man, the, the amount of work and stuff, and the, the raw materials. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes something messes up, and you throw it away, and then start a new one. That's true, that's true. So. I'll, I'll suffer through as much as possible, how about that? And then there if I, because I've still got half a gallon sitting in my fridge, well, plus whatever you got left, which I imagine which is, is most like of the bottle. three-fourths of that bottle. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> about one-fourth of it got, got through. I didn't, I didn't retaste it. That's, I think that's fair. I was like, I was like, I could for show, but I was like... Nah. No, no, no. I remember. <laughs> no. I had a good amount of it last time, so. No, that's a good thing. It's a, it's a one-time suffering for Ugh. most folks. Can't do it. <laughs> you got to get me like, something else, like some other type of lemonade or, yeah, or, but, or, or wine or something. I don't know. And now knowing the process, I think I could branch out and do something that's not as divisive, let's say. There you go. Yeah. Nothing that kills you. you like a pomegranate so. limeade or something, or a prickly pear limeade. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uniquely Texan. Yeah, uniquely. <laughs> Gosh, there was another one that I, I tried that my grandmother made once. It was really good. It was some sort of limeade. It's probably just limeade. Just lemon limeade or something? <laughs> yeah, it could have been. I'll, I don't know. I'll my brother likes a lemon limeade. So, but no. Bro, you know what I saw the other day? What'd you see? Okay. So, we, I was at work, and we were driving down this neighborhood... And you know those, um, what do you call them? They're, they're not dolls. You know those, like, straw dolls that people put in the front yard and they stick in the ground? Oh, you mean, like, scarecrow kind, kind of, of like scarecrows, yeah. but they're, like... But, yeah, they're the yeah. little decoration things. Dude, there was this one when you're mm-hmm. driving by this house, and there was the one. And it was in this, in the front of their yard. And there were, like, 20 of them, okay? <laughs> All of them were in a circle, like, holding hands, looking at each other. And there was this one in the center. I was what like, these are some satanic this? people. This is like children of the corn. I was looking something? at that. I was like, what? What? Who, who lives there? I don't <laughs> know. But there's that's some terrifying. witch that lives there. You know, 
give them an extra six foot of, of uh, social like, oh, distancing. Halloween's over. Chill. <laughs> that thing was creepy, man. I was, it's probably you know, oh, <laughs> the world is in unity or something. I don't know. It's that. Not very good it's freaking sounding. scary, man. It's scary. It sounds terrifying. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Back to relevant topics. I saw that they, uh, uh, shoot, um, they're making a third Gremlins. Well, the script went through, so, okay. so probably eventually you start casting and Interesting. finding filming and such. Mm. I'm kind of hyped for that. That's right. We're going to apply. We're going to get into that cast. Oh no. <laughs> no! We're not gonna. I'll be I a hate gremlin being on camera, man. Oh yeah, my gosh, not, being on camera sucks. Yeah, it is the worst thing in the world. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> it can be fun, but if you're doing something funny, yes. But yeah. like, usually, I don't. I don't like being on. Yeah, is this a comedy? <laughs> Gremlins is somewhat of a comedy. It kinda, it's yeah. It's a, it's a children's horror, yeah. so it's more of a comedy Adult for adults. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. So you want to right. see that. We'll do the podcast live in a movie theater while watching it. We're live on the set of Gremlins 3. <laughs> <laughs> We're just running around being chased. Like one of those right little, there in the middle. We'll get in one of those uh, golf carts. <laughs> to drive around. around. <laughs> like, we're interviewing the actors. Uh, Chris Pratt, what do you think? <laughs> oh, man. I would love that. That would yeah. be interesting. I really hope they don't CGI them. I have a sneaking feeling that they will just because that's what they do what today. There's very few films Honestly, with practical dude, effects. Those, the, the, like, the way the Gremlins looked, like, they were, like, mostly they were animatronics. Yeah. Or, like, doll-based. Yeah. Which lent to their and creepiness. it looked really cool yeah. in the movie. I like it. I, I hope Both they of them, do that They were again. really cool. I really and do. I don't think there was any CGI, but that was, like, in the 80s. Yeah. You would have noticed the CGI. Yeah, but, man, it's it's like they've, they've so far moved away from practical effects. I don't know. I feel like they're still going to try and stick to the original version. I hope they do. Like, animatronic-based, so. but, yeah. So, I was watching Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. CGI in that movie is disgusting. Amen. <laughs> I've not seen it, but... Oh, man. They, <laughs> they use way too... It's like... Oh, gosh, it is so uh, bad. You know, um, I mean, Howard the Duck isn't CGI, but the, there's, like, monsters in it. Yeah. And it's just really bad CGI. Well, like, what was it, The Mummy 2, where they got the, uh... Oh, The, the Rock? rock oh, the my rock scorpion. God. <laughs> it's like, it's... Bro. It's too much sometimes. That like, was... Oh, my gosh. Especially like, when you use a recognizable actor. Bro, and then just CG them into... terrible. I wonder how much money he got oh for them to gosh. use his likeness. <laughs> Bro, that was, like, the peak... Of, that was, like, right when he was starting, too. Yeah. When he started to actually was, like, pick up. Transition from wrestler into to acting. And like, oh, dude, that studio was... So bad. It was so good. <laughs> worst bad, the worst CGI's. Oh man, what is what are some other bad CGI thing? There's a lot. They don't <laughs> really have to lot. look that hard. There's a lot, and a lot of them made them to the big silver screen too. Yeah, uh, I, I can't even think of any more now. It's actually that's, sucks. That's one of the worst. What, Jurassic Park didn't use. It was mostly practical effects. They used sure a lot of animatronics. Was there any? No. I don't. No, no, there was CGI. I think in the uh, the end when they're in the big building being chased by the raptors, mm. and then the T Rex eats them or something. Or oh, something. Interesting. I think that's CGI. I think. But it was very minimal. If there was. Yeah. Just... yeah I mean, it was good too. But that was yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about the Rock. Yeah. Being the worst. Like, you know what the Rock is? So cooking. <laughs> oh, dear God! It brings back some wonderful nightmares. Have you seen all the mummies? I, you need to see those. I've seen the first two. Or maybe, at not, least. maybe not the Tom Cruise one, but I can't the, remember the original if I've seen three. The third. 
third one's eh. But the first two are the best. Yeah, yeah I think I've yeah. seen those. They are good. They're really good. Yeah. Brendan Fraser for the win. Yep. So. He's really good. He died off. <laughs> like, we gotta, we gotta bury him. He's a, he, I like him. He's a good actor. I like he him. He is, yeah. Even though he doesn't appear in movies anymore. But he's in Doom Patrol. But Doom Patrol. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a DC show. Oh, okay. Okay. Like superheroes or something. I don't know. I know they were doing... Um, or they were they were trying to make a Uncharted movie. They are. They yeah. are. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was thinking, man, he would make a really I, good. They Nathan actually just Drake. finished it. Did they? Okay. Yeah. It's um the kid who plays Spider Man, oh, Tom that's Holland. Right. Tom Holland. He plays the main character, or whatever. Well, they got um, shoot. Gosh, what's his name? Mark um, Wahlberg's in it. I know that. Hmm. Because they got. I'm not sure if it was the same people or if it was a, a fan team. They they did a short short movie, film of it. Okay. Uh, for Uncharted, and they got the guy who played Richard Castle in in the Castle series, hmm. and I can't remember his name. Uh, for Nathan Drake. Yeah, Nathan Drake himself, <laughs> and he did a phenomenal job. I really uh, like. It's something Dylan, rank. isn't it? Oh, it probably is. The, I'm terrible. Is, with is, is it the I guy really who am. voiced Nathan? No, no, that's no, not the not guy. Him. Shoot, man! If they got, I can't even I, think. Anymore. Sometimes I wish that they would pattern like characters' appearances off of the voice actors that do them. So if there ever was a movie, they can just yeah, pull them in. But yeah, there but there have been some of that. Uh, in video games lately, yeah, CGI, yeah, like, um, or they'll just do the the body scans, and then they'll have them well, do the acting and everything. Well, um, I know um, Andy Circus, guys who play Smeagol, like the actual face of Smeagol, looks very similar to Andy Circus, hmm. and the rest of the body doesn't. But <laughs> <That's a> little, <laughs> the rest of that. it, but the face is seems very. Other than the like, Smeagol has like huge ass eyes, but yeah. other than that, it's very similar. So, but yeah, I think they do that. Maybe not the whole body. That's but, interesting. There you go. Get in the. Yeah. You could be a CGI guy. See, that would be cool. I, if you do it right, then it's cool. But if you do it wrong, it's it's you know everyone dies a hey, little man, bit inside. Just you know, flip of the coin. So you gotta you gotta go for what's good. But like <laughs> the you know the vast majority of uh, the the Hobbit movies was all CG. Was it? Yeah. Um, I think all the monster fights and such. The a big battle that, at yeah, the end. All of that was see, the dragon little, was you know, CGI. Practical effects for makeup and stuff yeah. with the dwarves and. You know. I, I think I think just the dwarf stuff. That's yeah, that's practical effects. I think. Yeah, yeah all them. Sure. Yeah, they didn't just CG the stuff on. I mean, they did the the makeup <laughs> and everything. All CG. But, like, um, you know, the guy who plays Gandalf. What's uh, I don't remember Ian McKellen. Yeah. Ian, yeah. Uh, yeah. He said that that was like the most depressing movie he had ever, <laughs> not because of the script or anything, but because it was just so CG'd. Like, yeah. the, they didn't well, make the Hobbit holes again. I guess, again. yeah. He, it, they it, had him sit in a green screen room and like talk to nothing, because then they CG'd in extra stuff and, and yeah. effects. And, and I'm like, that would be terrible. But I don't know, did they do that for the original Lord of the Rings? No. Did they CGI them? Or? They did some, like the, the I mean, I, know there were, and, I, knew, and, I knew there were certain things in yeah. Lord of the Rings that are very obvious, but like... Yeah, definitely there's def- uh, some scenes that are CG, but like, you know, when they went to Hobbit and that, they all constructed that in New Zealand and, yeah, uh, you know, it wasn't exactly the way you saw it, but it was mostly that. Yeah. And uh, so it's, you know, practical effects back when they made the first ones were the norm and they just did some extra things with CG where you couldn't, you know, make a Balrog in real life. Yeah. It'd be very difficult. Hey, man, there you go. You got to you gotta write the next Lord of the Rings book or, right. hop, or some other storyline. <laughs> we'll, we'll resurrect J.R.R. Tolkien. Like, write more. <laughs> no, you're you're the prodigy. Well, I'm the his you're, son did. Son, I think he carried on some of that. What the Hobbit? 
No, what, you know what? what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I don't they, even know what they, you in fact, they decided to, to not. Touch. Did you make the games? The uh, no Shadow of Mordor I games. I was, uh, I was thinking those were good uh, games, by the way. A parody, actually. Parody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know why that was coming up into the real history. <laughs> a parody of, it. of the Hobbit. No, it, it, well, the Lord what, of the what it was is it was a parody of of like Lord of the Rings as a whole, where they were saying like J.R.R. Tolkien uh, put like all of his trust in his son to carry on his work, but he yeah. died a little bit too so- soon, so his son was really, really young. And so, like, they, they had, and this is the movie that the son wrote, and it was, like, all really childish stuff. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, it's the peanut butter jelly monster. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, the new canon, Lord of the Rings. There you go. <laughs> peanut butter jelly monster. Yeah, so I was like, that, that's not true. But I know uh-huh. that after J.R.R. Tolkien did die... He had a whole bunch of notes and things and, and extra things he had written that really weren't quite ready for publication that I think his, his heirs did touch up a little bit or might have written yeah. completion for and Amen. published them as How a big doing? book. But yeah. it wasn't like a, a Lord of the Rings thing. It was mostly... like I'm not sure if you ever read The Cimmerillion. No. Which Tolkien did write. But it was like a lot of background information. It was okay. like about the elves and, and their history and stuff. It was very dull. I know the Lord of the Ring books in general are kind of dull, at least a for certain of, parts. Tolkien is an interesting author. They just go into uh, very much detail and mm-hmm. things that you probably wouldn't care about. Right. So, The Hobbit, I think, was like like the perfect distillation of him as a as an author, because it's like he didn't really go on too much of rabbit trails or he anything. He stayed on the... Yeah. yeah. Probably the only... Uh, well, no, I, I was probably yeah as close to good as you can get with him. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. It was succinct. It was a good story, and it's just it's right there. Ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't opinion, done it was as well in the films. That that was sad. <laughs> well, I, I know what they. I didn't mind do. the films, but I guess it's because I didn't read the books, right. so I had nothing to base they, it off of. They can, well, okay. So what they did right is a lot of the stuff that was going on in the Cimmerillion was actually background information to what was also going on in the Hobbit. In the Hobbit, okay. right? So the the Hobbit is very streamlined, and it's it's a good core story. And I think it does everything the way it needs to. But the Cimmerillion was like, oh, well, here's all this other stuff that was happening, the meetings that the elves and people were having, and this is what Gandalf was doing off screen. Um, it's cool. That's neat. It's cool to, to read after the fact. But what they did is like, all oh, this stuff's all going on at the same time. Let's just mash it together. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're messing with the core story, and yeah. that's what made The Hobbit good. It's with it. They didn't mess with the background stuff. Yeah. Didn't they turn, like, wasn't The Hobbit just one book and they turned it into three films, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They could have done, they could have split it in half and done a really detailed, like they did with the original movies, you know, like just really long, yeah. or just one really, really long movie yeah. that just focused on the main book. They could have done it all CG, for my opinion, but if they focused on the main story, it would have been really, really good. Okay. Yeah. They hit all the major story points, I mean, of course, but. I mean, both The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbits, like, each film were, like, three hours yeah. or over for each one, mm-hmm. which, so, but, yeah, they probably dragged it off and dragged it on in The Hobbit. They really, I mean, because The Lord of the Rings just constantly has stuff it's throwing at you. Yeah, so. I think it was just trying to milk it, because they realized, you know, Lord of the Rings is a cash cow kind of yeah. franchise, the same as... Star Wars that Disney has really tried to squeeze things out of, and yeah. Indiana Jones, you know, some of those really core franchises that we all know and love. Yeah, um, not Indiana Jones though. No, no, they're, they're making another one though. Are, 
What? Aren't one more. Are they really? Yeah, I have the, a feeling it, they're gonna it, kill him no, off. Is it Harrison Ford? Is yeah, it, he's in it again. Yeah, which which makes me think they're gonna kill him off because that's all that he said <laughs> Bro, he was never gonna he do was another one. Already until he, old in yeah. the in the last one that was like ten years ago. That guy's old, man. He's, he's what he's in his seventies now or something. He's, yeah, he's probably approaching eighty. He's I don't pretty, know that for he's sure. Pretty old now. But I'll be interested because a lot of people don't like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, but technically, if you're gonna make a sequel off of another film off of the last one, the Crystal Skull, they introduced his son. Yeah. I was I like, just get Shia LaBeouf and make a movie off of him then. As him, the, the new I Indiana Jones then. Then you can make a full trilogy at that yeah, point and yeah, just cash cow that. But They probably will. I think this is probably the transition. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think Shia LaBeouf's going to be in that movie. He might be. He's not going to be in you that movie. Know. He's not. How do you know? I know. He, I know. <laughs> he, he, ain't gonna be. Be in he really movie. might not be. But that, that was what they were pushing for, and they didn't make that transition in the last one because you know they could have at the very end because he was about to put on the hat. And he's yeah. Like, not today, son. Yeah. Uh, but like, if they were immortal. going to make that transition, maybe they'll replace Shia they might, LaBeouf as they his might, son, or they might just try and recast the kid who plays Shia LaBeouf yeah, and then do that's, that. That's probably but, what they'll do. Because I don't think Shia LaBeouf will be back okay. in that franchise. Well, did you ever see they had? I guess it was. Was it considered a TV? movie i guess it was young indiana jones it was like a, a series of a that. couple of those i heard about that were that. actually really good they, they very closely followed what mm. it was supposed to be yeah um i heard about that i never saw it yeah so. those, were, those were good now but yet again you know they're, they're milking the cash cow yeah it's like, well if harrison ford doesn't yeah, want to do anymore like, let's do something on the other end i don't know they maybe maybe they can do it maybe it will be good i don't know it might Cause, be because I know Indiana Jones. He's but, immortal in the movie now, like because he took the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, so he's we immortal. So it makes sense why there's in a movie, but it's like, yeah, get a new character or something. Like he's he's kind of done <laughs> at this point. Yeah, but dude, no. When, you know what we need to talk about? We need to talk about Star Wars. Mm. You have ruined it. I've ruined it. You haven't even watched any of the movies, man. I have not. I you have haven't not. watched any of them. Not because I, I'm I gonna object spoiled to them. stuff for you. I say, okay, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I, I really don't care. It's ah. at this point, you know, people are like, "Oh, you want to watch? You want to watch?" It's like I don't even say I watch it because it's good. Just watch it so you can watch I it. I probably so need to just to get it discuss over with. Stuff, man. But at least from what I've heard in rumblings and stuff, they're just gonna like completely uncanonize that trilogy and start over. Uh-uh. Yeah. What? That's what that's what I heard that Disney was doing because they finally Fuck Disney, opened man. their eyes and they went, oh. This isn't what it's the fans they fucked wanted. up so many characters in that movie. They really they were did. building up all the, like the after Force Awakens. They were actually building up other than, other than Ray or yeah Ray, yeah. which I don't give a fuck about her. But <laughs> they were building other people, and I was yeah. like, okay. And then you get the second one, and then they kind of just are at a standstill. Well, no, the second one they were kind of they introduced uh, some new characters, and they were kind of building up Finn or Flynn, whatever his yeah. name is. And then they just and fucked him over. The yeah. last movie they fucked him over. Just yeah. absolutely yeah. fucked. It's like. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, Dude. no, I, see, and I, it, I think it was a lot of the corporate execs, and then they just wanted to focus on like Ray and, uh, and yeah. Ben as the well, two Jedi's. Whatever. It was certainly a uh, what do you call it? It was it was pushing some political themes. Again, I haven't watched it, so I don't know for certain. I mean, I, the only political theme I, heard, I could see in it is at the end of the third film. There's a lesbian scene uh-huh. where two girls are kissing, and that's the only thing I could get. That, that could been and it's very detailed. You know it's there for a reason. Like, but I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. So let's push this. I, I don't care if that's like, there. Great. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but like you know. the the whole aspect, and, and you know, I'll keep emphasizing. I never watched it, so I don't know. But like 
the whole aspect of where Ray was a, a Mary Sue right from the beginning. It's like she could do everything and, and anything regardless of how hard she was. She was supposed for to be good at like learning stuff, adapting. Yeah. Uh, that could have been their explanation for it. I don't know. But I mean, she was like a survivalist because she lived on the Jabu, Jabu or whatever planet. Hmm. But oh, okay. yeah, okay. she was a scavenger. That would make sense then. Nah, that was kind of stupid. Dude, in the third film, the final one, there was a supposed to be there was something um, that happened with Finn, and he was trying to tell Ray something, and then what happened? They basically fall into the, like this sand trap pit, whatever. No. And then he just forgets to say it or whatever. He's like, oh, he's like, I need to tell. He was gonna tell her something, and apparently, you find out later that uh, like J.J. Abrams said basically in an interview or something that he was gonna say he was force sensitive or something, hmm. but he never said it. Hmm. They, they kind of just cut off the character. It was like, yeah, we're, we're uh, never we're came back with to it. it. I was like, yeah, wow. Because in the first one, he like uses like in that. the first one, Finn uses a light. He has a lightsaber fight. Really? Yeah, against Ben Solo at near the end, pretty much at the end. He gets fucked up for it, but because yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't know how to use it. But because <laughs> <laughs> like, Ray, Ray is like missing, and he picks up the lightsaber, and it's like a one v one against him and Ben Solo. Or uh, I'm dead. <laughs> Kyler, <laughs> no, he gets he get like uh, a lightsaber like goes straight down his back. Like, oh, just <laughs> completely slices the back. Like, you're so. done, buddy. You're done. But yeah, wow. No, it's lit. <laughs> they they needed to like include a scene where it like picks up and turns it on. And it's like it goes just, right through. And like oh, <laughs> the wrong way. That would be a joke if he just yeah, stabbed it himself. Like, it was cool that they that they showed Finn paid up like yeah, the lightsaber. Like, you know, he had no experience or anything. It's like if you got a trilogy, you need to be building your characters towards like that that ultimate fight or I said confrontation. This, so at the I'm going to spoil this for you. Okay, that's fine. But and ben, fair warning to everyone listening. Kylo too. Ren, Ben Solo, he's. Uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia's right. son. Right. He dies oh. in the third film. That's not and good. I think it's bullshit. It probably is. Ray should have been killed. Fuck Ray. <laughs> it's like we don't like. She had Rey. no good story arcs. Yeah. She wasn't interesting. I didn't watch any of the films for her. Right. It was like, I, I, I mean, after stuff. seeing The Force Awakens, I was like, "Yo, Finn looking kind of lit. I want to see where he goes." Yeah. And then they fucked him. But like, <laughs> I was like, "I want to see what they do with this yeah. kid." Because they could have done a lot. I'm sure. And whoever the pilot was, um, Poe. Yeah, Poe. But yeah, hmm. but no, it was. It was what stupid. was that other one that people were complaining about, like Rose Tika or something? There was some. Yeah, I think her name was Rose. Like she appeared Ace, in the second Asian one. Lady. Yeah. yeah, she appeared in the second one. And she, her, and Finn, uh, they started building story arcs off of them. Mm-hmm. They introduced Rose in the second one. Yeah, but in the third one, the third one, I think she doesn't. Even, I think she has like a one or two second scene. Where like she appears on camera and that's, that's it. it. The yeah. rest of the time, you see like her, her arm or something. Like they specifically cut her out. I don't know what happened with that. Maybe she got. I don't know what happened. With that. People were saying she got cucked. I was like, I was like, I'm sure she did. Especially if you watch the second one, they were building a story off of her. Like we're just getting that. But I think they wanted her and Finn to have a love interest because they were they were kind of pushing it in the second one. I was like, okay, that makes sense in the third one. And then they kind of cucked her. And even though Finn got uh, like lines and screen time, they still cucked him over yeah. in the third one. It was all about Ray. I was like. Nah, this is just stupid. Because even in like like um the original three, mm-hmm. uh, four, five, and six, it wasn't just about Luke. No, it was you had a story that go like stories. you had the whole love interest between yeah. Princess Leia and Han Solo. You had fucking Chewbacca being lit. Yeah, you got the whole C three PO and like, R two D two dynamic. They're doing their own. But thing. it's like they just kind of forced it completely on Ray, and then the other half was like on Ben Solo. Mm. 
So. And then they bring them together at the end, and then it sounds like Ben Solo dies. So it's like, ben Solo what's died. the point? I think it was bullshit. Because they, they had a redeeming arc for Ben Solo. Because he was a villain. Yeah. Pretty much the entire series until the end. It's kind of the and thing he you dies. Don't, and maybe they were just trying to flip uh, flip stuff on his head, storytelling on his head. But usually if you have a, a you know redemption arc for a character, and you have people start liking that character. Well, there was another reason why people hated, especially hated the third one. Mm-hmm. Because you find out who Ray is, or who she's the descendant of. Yeah. And she's a descent, she's a, like the great granddaughter, or I may be in it right, but she's a descendant of Palpatine. It's like, where she's did not that a Skywalker. People were saying, oh, she's probably a Skywalker or a Kenobi. And you find out at the end of the third one that she she's Palpatine. <laughs> like, granddaughter or great granddaughter, however old Palpatine yeah. is. But you find out she's a descendant. I, I and you find heard. out why her parents left her on the planet was because Palpatine was trying to get her because he knew she was force sensitive. So they hit her on the planet mm. and Palpatine hunted down his own kids and killed them looking for her. Like, and that's oh, why that's she doesn't have parents. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, I don't care about that, but people were pissed off about that. I was like, that just gives a better reason why she should have ended up dying and why Ben Solo should have kept on the name of the Solo name. Yeah. Because he has no descendants. Right. So, so the that, Solos that are dead. The, yeah. Well, I guess the Skywalkers are dead, too. I Everyone's dead. I guess they now that I think about it, the Skywalkers are dead. Completely killed them all. <laughs> well, actually, no. They don't. Well, I guess technically if you... Like, I know if you're a Jedi, you can't You can't have love. Like, you can't... Well, yeah. There were only a few examples of this. Right. There was... I know in the original I trilogy... You can marry. Yeah, you can't marry, really. That's why Anakin yeah, kind of went against it. I, <laughs> technically, I know in the canon, Obi-Wan had a wife. But I think she died. But that doesn't happen in the movies. Right. That, I think that's in the Clone Wars. Uh, there is one Jedi who, his, because his species, uh, he's one of the green ones, like yeah, the weird yeah, hair. Yeah. I think he's the one he married. He's, he's one of the Jedi who's allowed to marry. Yeah. And keep on, because his, his, his species, species dies off so quickly. And all this, and it's hard for that. So he's like one of the the like, exception. Okay, we are fine. So Everybody he's else, an exception. You gotta be like yeah. priests. I knew it was against the rules. Yeah, but I, I mean, there could be they could make another one and say that Luke had a secret lover, and this is like, his kid or daughter or whatever. No, yeah, what? And I, that could be a Skywalker. What part. I heard is that like Disney finally got the message, which a lot of the fans were just absolutely furious at the direction. They were. They were fine with it up until, you know, like the second movie in the trilogy. And then I started... People hated the second one. Yeah. I liked the first one. I liked the first one. I think it was a good start. It started to build up things. You're like, oh, I'm looking forward to the second one. The second one, the action, the inter- like the entertaining fighting stuff was awesome. Hmm. But it had no purpose. But, I mean, it was entertaining. They were all entertaining. Yeah. Well, but, I guess that's what storyline. But for storyline, story the third one just completely screwed it over. That's really what I, I think. Yeah, some people just want to be entertained, or if they don't really care about the canon and whatnot. But a lot of it upset a lot of people. Yeah. And so maybe they'll change their mind, but at least at the moment, it sounds like they're going to just you know cut the canon on that trilogy. Are they really? Yeah. I mean, I do heard, a new trilogy. That I heard like a year it. ago about them thinking about doing some reshoots for the second one. To change maybe, the ending, but then they would have to change that. the third one. I don't know, and maybe they'll just go in and do like a massive edit on all three and just like reshape it. I don't even think they don't even have to touch the first one, man. Maybe not. The Again, I don't. Know. I think I, the first one's fun. The first I one, it, most people were. The first, the first one first is a good one. You should yeah. watch that one. That's actually pretty nice. Um, it's the last time you see Han Solo as well. So, no. 
Because he dies. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> See, that was the whole thing. Because he dies in the first one because he didn't want to play Harrison, Han Solo. Harrison Ford, yeah. He, he hates he playing Han, uh, Han Solo. He doesn't like Han Solo, and, and he really doesn't like Indiana Jones. Does but, he not like Indiana Jones? Well, he, I, I think know, he got like, tired Indi- of playing both of those characters. Well, yeah, I know he didn't start acting until he was in his 30s, yeah. but it's like Indiana Jones and Han Solo are what There's made his career. They, they pretty much got him yeah. his full career. He had like a few films before it, but those are what really popped him off as an actor. Yeah, at the very least, Got he was name. tired of the Indiana Jones one, and he—that's his thing. It's like if I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna die. Like you have to make me die. That's, in the movie. that's what he did in the Force Awakens. Yeah. He, that's what he said. He it's said like, he, I want to if die. he appeared in it, he wants to be killed off, so yeah. he doesn't get killed off. That's why you know you know what? That's why the guy who played Ben Kenobi from Episode Four, like the yeah. old Obi Wan Kenobi, they had him die because he said he didn't want to be known as like that character. He wanted to die off. Yeah, he said he would play the character, but he wanted to be killed off. Interesting. So that's why he gets killed off by Darth Vader. Okay, that makes sense. Because he didn't want to be a franchise character. He didn't want to stay there. And that, so. Definitely, that, that lightsaber fight was not the uh, most rousing. He just stops and is like, I'll take the L. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they, they are that? Well, technically, they're older people. So yeah, it's like, but, Vader, at least. He could have blasted him or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But mm. that's just a rant. Anyways. Yeah, back to reality. <laughs> we could stick on the Star Wars stuff forever, man. I, I will watch those eventually, and have I, you, I do mean eventually. Have you watched the uh, the Mandalorian stuff? I have not. There's I've heard that's very good. I've I haven't seen the second season, because it's still being released, but the first season is really good. <clears throat> very good. Yeah, I've heard that a lot of people like that. They like the direction. They like the, the shooting and the, the story. So it's like, yeah, that's the new Star Wars. It's pretty good. Yeah, doesn't follow Jedi's pretty much at all. That's cool. Which I, I is like nice. seeing different facets of things. So, and I think that's great that it's I think a, the first time a they TV did series. Well, they did the Rogue One. Yeah, I think that has Jedi's, but it's not focus. It's focused on like characters without yeah. force powers and being yeah. all guns. That's cool. I found that kind of boring. I like Rogue I think the, One. I think the story was just stupid, but a lot of people say, it was, "Oh, it's so good." I was like, uh. I think it was okay. <laughs> it ended. Strong. Strange for what it was. That was like the you only one. You saw that one. one, right? Yeah, that's okay. the only one I saw. They all die. <laughs> yeah, they all die. It's, it's kind of a dumb end. I can see. Uh, I mean, I'm fine like, with Why them. didn't they appear later? Because they're all these. It's like, yeah, you got to kill them. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't mind it was, that they all died. It was an died. okay story. It was a weird ending. It sort of left on an odd note. But Yeah. I probably need to rewatch that because it was like the early days of Death Star or something, I think. I forget. I liked uh, the character that, uh, what's his name? Samurai guy? Oh, yeah, that guy's yeah. lit. The blind guy? That, yeah, yeah, that guy's That's sick. my favorite guy. That guy was so cool. <laughs> like, I didn't mind him, though. I was like, he goes out like a champ. It's awesome. What was but, it? He said, like, this is the way. Uh, forces with me or something like that. He might have said that. Maybe it he was like, a force guy and he just did He had it. like that, that moniker that he kept repeating and it's like, I have to rewatch that. Force I with him and like, the force I am is with in the me. Force and I the am. force is with me, or something. I am he one. Saying it, he'd like be twirling his staff around, like Bro, that, guy was, that guy was sick. Just make a I movie completely him. off of him. Yeah, that would, would be that. cool. That actor, it, uh, I don't know, Donnie, the Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. He is because he did the Ip Man movies. I'm not sure if you ever saw those. Ip Man. Yeah. Well, it's Ip. It's oh, Ip it's Ip. Okay, yeah. I never saw those. Um, they're but the, especially the first movie is incredibly good because it actually follows the story of Ip Man, who was the trainer of Bruce Lee. Okay. And dude, the, the real life Ip Man was awesome, and they they reflect that perfectly in the movie. There you go. I need that. I've seen those films. I haven't watched them, but I've seen them out there. So. At least on the second one's good. 
And then the third one, it's like they they start getting less and less factually correct. And it's just more for like action and yeah, such. Yeah, it's like they because they they keep focusing like so on the first one, it is completely historically correct. And the okay. second one, they take events that did happen, but they kind of stretch them a little bit. It's still right. Yeah. And then the third one, it's like. There was mention of a couple things that happened. There's more like mythos than anything. And they're like, we'll make a whole movie off of, he fought Mike Tyson. And <laughs> There you go. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, third, third movies never work out, I think. Oh, wait a minute, no. What? For, for my opinion. Yeah, the third movie was weird. Third, like third movies in general. Like the third movie never really works out. Yeah. Usually. It was a satisfactory movie, but if you know like the history behind it, it's like, yeah, they really they really stretched it. Yeah. I don't know any of the history behind him, but no. No no. Uh, what was I was gonna say something, man. Shoot. I forgot. Hmm. Dang it. I'm sorry. I've I've done you a disservice. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. Can you remember about them cowboys? Shoot, <laughs> bro! I don't know anything about the cowboys. I just I know they they are one bit. they're just ass. I know they lost on Thanksgiving, so that's they, really something to be thankful. Didn't they for. win? I think they won last week. I don't know. Or like I last time they played, they, they I think they might have. They just won their most recent game, I think. Did they not? I thought they did. I think their most recent was the Thanksgiving one, and they oh, they won after that. Shoot. They lost big time. Dang. Yeah, it was like 40-something to 16. Ugh. <laughs> That's my Cowboys. <laughs> I, I was never a really big man into sports anyway before that. I mean, I'm not a, yeah. The only only NFL I watch is usually the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's only if I have access to it. I usually watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. <laughs> um, and then maybe I'll pick a side and watch them. But Yeah, I usually, I know, I think it was last year I watched the Super Bowls, and I just had it on the side while I was, like, playing games yeah i was like that's that's how much of a priority it but is i knew who won and all that i was like okay yeah. cool because neither of the teams were i was interested in i was like yeah. i mean the cowboys make it a super bowl uh, yeah I mean, yeah that'd well, be cool if there was uh one of my teams could get well, there a couple of years ago they actually were doing good and they made it to the playoffs they made the playoffs but they've yeah. they haven't been in the super bowl in forever it's been a long what was time. like the 90s maybe I longer know. i don't know i know they bring were, back they tony were. Romo. yeah man I, they were doing good <laughs> Troy Aitman, somebody. <laughs> nah, they're out of their prime. <laughs> I, I can't talk about sports. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not educated on that at all. But yeah, they're probably all fine. They're Honestly, that. you have too high hopes if you think the Cowboys are gonna do good in the next six years. Yeah, I'll say six years. I, this <laughs> they may little... make it to the playoffs in the next six, year, six years, but <laughs> it like, might be a little controversial. I think some. Or maybe most of the problem with the Cowboys is uh, their owner Jerry Jones. It's probably like everything. Didn't they fire Jerry Jones? Oh, oh no, 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 not he Jerry. Owned it. Who's the other guy? Garrett. Yeah, Garrett, the the. Coach. Oh, didn't they fire him? They were doing okay under Garrett. They weren't doing phenomenal, but they were doing okay. Yeah. And yeah, they, I don't know. Yeah, but Jones fired him. But Jerry Jones, the owner, he's, yeah, he's not gonna fire he's, him. He's not gonna just, give it up. He's well, making money off. Of he it. certainly. That's one thing that can be said about him is that he really made it a profitable team. Like yeah, his, his marketing I mean, and everything it, is. It is America's team. Yeah, generally known yeah. So as they, like the American he has, team. He has pulped and squeezed <laughs> them for every last cent. Yeah. Um, but I think that was where he went wrong. Is that he he focused so much on money, and you know the things that he did. He wants publicity. It seems yeah. like anyway. I don't know him personally, but seems like he wants publicity. So it doesn't matter what kind of publicity it is. So he might 
he might hire on a controversial player or somebody that's you know into drugs or they they don't have their life together just because it's inevitable that player might have a falling See, out and that'll be publicity I think, and I think if you was like interview that, him and there was a perfect guy for him to get a controversial guy on no. Colin Kaepernick I'm I'm so glad they didn't get him because I don't he, want I don't know if the, he's been picked up yet probably not and I hope but the Cowboys exactly, don't if get you him. wanted con, like you wanted to get publicity that Colin Kaepernick was the play yeah. And may, like you know, he would have. Maybe maybe he's not even thinking team. about that. Maybe it's just something subconscious. But it seems like a lot of the people he does get, it's like a, it's more of a negative publicity. But you know, yeah, publicity of any but, sort. Bad. But if he wanted person. a good amount of publicity, he would have went for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. I think it just would have been stupid. And maybe that was crossing a personal line for him too. I don't know. Colin Kaepernick was just using race though as a play. He was. He and was. I was like, yeah. He had his 15 minutes of fame back when he first started the police protests, and then he had a, a resurgence of fame back when Neil. there were all the uh, the the police riots and the Black the Lives Matter started yeah. really coming up and taking a hold. I mean, he still got a. I thought he got picked up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe he did. I, I just know he didn't go to the Cowboys. Yeah, but I'm I saying that would have been that would have been the play if he wanted. Some news on him. We get it Colin Kaepernick been, in there. I, maybe that was too as a much backup for him quarterback. To maybe that was too because something. Because that that is a movement in and of itself. Yeah, I, mean, I know. There's a risk though at taking Colin Kaepernick. Like you don't put him in, if you don't put him as a starting quarterback, he'll just call you racist, yeah. and then you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. So maybe <laughs> and then you're fucked. That's why see, people didn't pick him up. That could have been. Yeah, they're just like they're keeping their hands off. That's why people knew is, it's like if we pick him up, we got to put him in first place. Otherwise, we get completely booed. So, so we'll just leave him out to dry. And from last I knew, Colin Kaepernick, he's okay now. But he's not as good as he was, and that's yeah. why people aren't really... Right. If he was a stellar player, I'm sure him. he would have been picked up even despite his, yeah. you know, the, the baggage that came with him just because they could, they could put him in the first, you know, first quarterback or yeah. any of those roles, and they would have felt good about it even though he, he has the additional stuff that comes. You know, even NFL yeah. as a whole has gotten far more politicized. As of late, they kind of have it's yeah. made people weary because well, yeah, like the NBA though. Yeah, that's gotten that got yeah. hella politicized and, about like know, China. I don't, and shit. <laughs> I don't watch basketball, and I rarely, rarely watch football. Fuck LeBron but I've James. heard from people that have watched basketball. They say it's just it's terrible. Probably there's there's got to be something you can watch to get away from politics because you know it's it's really invaded Cartoons. people's well, lives. Actually, um, no. I I think baseball's probably pretty safe. I haven't heard anything political about baseball. Yeah, I think it's okay. Bowling. There you go. Yeah. They got the big old uh, hammer and sickle on the ball as they roll it down. <laughs> or every every two or four years, depending on what you want, uh, the Olympics. Yeah. Summer, winter. Yeah, the Olympics, Olympics are okay. Is that this year? I don't know. I don't even remember the last time we had the Olympics. Well, I think I think the, what was it, the Japan Olympics got shut down due to coronavirus. Did so you? it was probably this last year. Fudge, man. Come on. Dude, and they had the perfect symbol for that. It was like the twenty. It was the twenty twenty. Yeah, it was actually supposed was to be this year. Oh, it was the twenty twenty uh, Olympics, and so they had like two o two o, like the little circles, and then like the final circle was like the red dot from the the Japanese flag. Oh, that's it that's pretty. That's good. That's smart. And they're like, yeah, we got to throw it all out because we're not Dang having it. it. Oh, that's like one of the best things to that, watch. There are so many things great. in both the winter and the summer things I like watching. Ugh. Yeah, I love I love the Olympics. I don't always watch all the events, but dude, the, the ski shooting. I don't even think I've seen that. That's cool because like they're on so skis, so they're like cross country ski, and then they ski up to see these targets, and they get a rifle on their back, so they shoot the targets, and then they keep going. I never even heard of that. I need to so see that. Cool. It's so cool. 
Well, yeah, I watched some of them, but that I never, I never even heard that. And they got the coolest guns too. And like, there was this one lady I was rooting for, and like, she she like fell on her gun and it broke the gun because they're like they yeah. had to be super lightweight. Yeah. And so like she tossed it to the sideline and they threw her another gun and like in midair or something. Well, yeah, she's like she skated up to it and like tossed her <laughs> rifle and they tossed her another one. And That's pretty good. Like, whoa, That's this neat. is neat. Shoot, that sounds lit. But yeah, so out of all the, the the categories, that's my favorite. I think. Yeah, I watch like uh, I know I, I enjoy the volleyball. The volleyball's cool. Um, ping pong could be your table tennis, I guess. That could be okay. I like watching table tennis because it's. I used just to like, play a lot. Just back and tennis. forth. Yeah. Hey man. Yeah. It was like that was my jam. I was never that great, but at least when I played it all the time, I could I could compete with people. There you go. Yeah, I, I never enjoyed. Ping pong, personally. I think, I think you have to do it a lot, and then it's like, yeah. oh, okay, that's My cool. brothers talk a lot of smack about it, but they're kind of below average, in my opinion, compared to, like, people who practice on a normal basis. I won't say a thing. I've not seen them play. I can. Okay. Well, you trash your brothers all day long. I will. <laughs> did, did you see there was a, a guy that was, uh, it was kind of getting popularity for a while. Sean White. Little, little gif. Oh, um, no. But it was like... Two guys that were playing table tennis, and one of them had a cast on his arm, so it's like he, he couldn't he couldn't really do I much. Think I saw that. And the other guy served him one really fast. It was going off the corner, and it was not the corner the cast guy was yeah. on. And so he just tossed his paddle, and it intersected with the ball and like came across, and the other guy couldn't return it. And it was like it was the most <laughs> perfect thing I'd ever seen. I don't know if I've seen that. I may have. I know I remember what the guy with the cast, but I don't think I saw the actual see if I can't find block. It. I don't even know what to search for to, to find it. But it Greatest yeah, it ping really pong cool. comeback like return or something. Time. Return. Yeah. There you go. I find a thousand <laughs> really cool things. You probably, oh, man. There's no. another one where they hit the ball and it's something like can't Super we, Mario. Let's have an Olympics. Everybody just wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently Corona's not... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything. That, that is our official wanna, opinion. I don't want to say anything about the corona anymore. Oh, my gosh. I am so tired. I am so... That's all they'll talk about on the news. If it's not the the election and the baseless claims of voter fraud, oh, then it's coronavirus frankly, and how much it's destroying America. Let's be honest. Everybody's got it now. Or had it. Most Pretty people. Much. I would I mean, say uh, have. Globally. They don't know. Or, Unless you're completely isolated or something. I think there's a lot of people that are those those carriers that they don't even get, the, the unsymptomatic carriers. Probably me. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I, again, I don't know. I don't That's know. Like, let's just go back to normal. Like, fucking, our economy is shit. Because of, because of Not all anymore. the job. Is it back? It's Oh, it's, uh-uh. yeah, they recently surpassed where it had dropped. So we're actually doing better now than we were at the start of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. like economically wise, which is hear, that was the one thing they were railing on Trump because they wanted to destroy his economy because it was so oh, yeah. good. And, you know, coronavirus was a very convenient way. Let's just shut everything down and the economy will tank. And it did tank. But yeah. shoot, the economy was so good that it was able to recover of its own volition. And now it's doing much, much hmm. better. I don't know, but some states like have you heard about the whole lockdown? People are wanting to go back in the lockdown. I've I've heard about a lot of. I lockdowns. think Biden Biden wants to push it. Yeah, if he gets elected. Oh, he does. He really he wants, wants to a, get a us back in the lockdown. Six week uh, lockdown, mandatory. I was masks. saying it, dude, bro. Um, what's his name? Um, Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Cuomo. What? Yeah, Cuomo. I don't even uh, know what his New name York. is. He yeah. wanted he wanted to push more lockdowns and all the uh, sheriffs. 
and their districts said no, denied it. Yeah, and so they said that the the sheriffs were being dictatorial because they were choosing which rules to follow and which not to enforce. Like you can't go back in the lockdown. New York and California can't go back in the lockdown. No. I mean, well, definitely you could, but... I think voluntary lockdowns are cool, but as soon as you make them mandatory, that's that's a problem. If we went in the mandatory trouble. lockdown here... I would just say fuck it and start doing fucking shit. Like it'd be like it, it'd be like an open world video game. Nobody's anywhere. I'm going everywhere. I think, think it would be neat to just. I'm explore. going everywhere. Well, it was kind of like that during the first lockdowns when when you know the, it wasn't uh, like that here though. Some places it, it wasn't it, completely it wasn't. dead, but there were there was a lot of. You know, I feel like New York. Well, maybe not New York. That place is populated, but like California was probably like just a ghost town. Right. Well, at the beginning, Generally. did you have to do any quarantining or, or stay-at-home stuff? No. Like, I, I do remember right when they... Uh, I didn't. God, what was that guy? The Dallas uh, judge or whatever that did the mandatory lockdown and only <laughs> the most essential people could be out. I remember, like, there was no cars on the road, at least oh, in the man. early morning. Oh, that know. was like that was like March and April, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the very, very Dude, beginning. that was when gas prices went hella down, and I was like, yeah. shit, this is the perfect time to be driving. It's, it was awesome. I was still going to work. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm paying, like, 50 cents. <laughs> you know, I, I love no, I never the lack of traffic. And, uh, yeah, because I was the same way. I, I would never stop. No, I mean, Things here, got panicky, but I, I don't be honest, like, like, March and April, that was, that was the uh, toilet paper stuff, right? That was right when the toilet paper stock went down. It was shortly because I mean, there was a right? there was a time of coronavirus where nobody was really panicking, and it was, you know, because they had the whole yeah. two weeks to slow the spread stuff, and you don't have to wear a mask, but just you know stay. Away I remember from that. People. I remember right when the uh, the toilet paper stuff went out. You know, everybody was freaking out buying toilet paper. Yeah, that was like a month after. I, I would go to Kroger and like half people would be wearing masks, the other half just yeah, doing what they do. And I was like, I wasn't wearing masks. I was like, okay. Yeah, it was. It's been an interesting but, time, and I think they're playing on people's short memory because now they're they're saying, you know, oh, it was always mandatory masks. Well, they got clips of Fauci saying, no, actually wearing a mask is more detrimental to your health because it's trapping it some particles close to your face. Um, yeah. But, you know, they, they don't remember that, of course. Yeah. It's like, public knowledge. Yeah. But. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you Government's this. It's troubling to see the potential for what these lockdowns could be. Um, what do you mean by that? Like how we by, could actually stop it? Well, no. Or how it could no, be bad by, for by us? by the amount of control the government can have via the lockdowns. Yeah, that's and what I'm you, saying, though. If you need anywhere to look for that, look to Wales right now. Is Wales getting fucked? Oh, I feel have, bad for Wales. You, you need shit. to look into it for yourself, but I'll, I'll tell you from what I've seen of what's going on. I don't on. know anything and remember, about Wales, you know, man. the media is hyper-focused on politics in America and the coronavirus Yeah, because we're all about ourselves. Showing, they're not showing the view of the world outside of this. Yeah, but you know, the other countries are struggling with coronavirus, too. Dude, wasn't it Spain? Didn't Spain get rid of it in, like, the first, like, few weeks? Uh, or am I, I wrong? It I was somewhere. Shoot, um, I can't remember. I know Finland had virtually no Is it they? regulations, and they haven't had a problem. Denmark. Bro, both. we need to get some advice from them, I know dude. it's cooler climates, and, and viruses don't usually do well there, but... Uh, yeah, oh, it's because anyway, we got the heat down here. Dang yeah, it. It could be. It could <laughs> it's be keeping it alive. <laughs> but... No, no, no. If, if you look at Wales right now, they have mandatory lockdowns in a lot of places. If you go to the stores, they have determined what is and is not an essential item for you to buy. So they've roped what? off things. So you can go to the store, <laughs> but there's things you can... It's, it's what? scary. The fuck you mean? <laughs> I mean, we're talking checkpoints. We've got, you know, uh, curfews. And they have just absolutely locked it down like an iron bar. Bro. You know, you can't do anything. 
and I- I'll go crazy. That happened. Yeah. Like they're gonna say, like a one sauce is an essential. It's essential for me. I'm breaking through that fence. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. Because it's like, <laughs> I'm buying hey, that. what is the point if you're going to the store and the items are on the shelf and you're already there? Why not allow you to sell? Like, them? I'm assuming they're all wearing masks or yeah, they full are, on they suits. Are. I don't know. I, I don't What's know the, the full point, man? Of the personal protection, but. It's dumb, and I think it is an attempt to hamstring their economies, and thing, and they're they're doing very poorly with it. Damn. I'll tell you this, and it, it is a, it's a far reach of their government because, and this is, uh, something I have only recently discovered, and it's troubling. Um, the uh, everything's troubling these days, isn't it? Hell yeah! Uh, look up the Great Reset if ever you get the front of that. I don't remember um, it. It is a proposition, and it's really their their ongoing plan by the World Economic Forum uh, to use coronavirus and all of the panic and, and heartache that's come from it to do a reset of the world's economies and societies hmm. to more accurately represent their, their plans going forward and their... their control? Know, the it government? Is, it is control, and... Some of the stuff that they put out where they're having, you know, talks and sitting down and answering questions don't really answer a lot of what they mean yeah. by the Great Reset. It's just sort of a, you know, oh, it's a feel-good statement. Who's like saying this? Is it like, World um, Economic Forum. So it's okay. it's a globalist organization, which globalism should scare people anyway. But aside from that, you know, it's a bunch of elites, rich elites that sit together in rooms and they have these forums and they have these panels and they discuss how would the world be better? And let's see how we can, you know, Dude, use our is, money is and influence. Dude, is that girl to... there, Greta Thunberg? I, I'm sure she's. Oh, that girl's been on dumb as panel. fuck. Maybe. I don't care I don't what know. you say. That girl's dumb as fuck. It's mostly <laughs> older people. Um, there are a couple younger people that are a part of it that I've Go seen youth. so far. But if you dig deeper into what they're really planning, and it's it has farther reach than just you know oh well this you know this this far off group is telling us what we should and shouldn't do yeah there is a movement that has come out of that which is called the back or the build back better program build back better the build back, Baby back better rib. and it's like i felt like i'd heard that before and it it's actually the um the slogan that biden has been campaigning under the build I mean, back he might be using it as a push for him it it's also it something that has been hot on the lips of uh the canadian prime minister uh, Did they go into lockdown? Yeah, they've had, they have been. Didn't they? I think, I think yeah. they're they're far more. I heard something. Left than I heard than something America was going is. down in Canada recently. There's there's been Bad. some overreaches by the government of Canada, um, but I'm not sure. Again, you know, the, the our media has not covered international politics or news for a while. Nah. But just I I urge you to go and look that up for yourself, and then research it because there's people that say, "Well, this is a conspiracy theory." Well. Maybe there's some people that are turning it into that, but all of the stuff I've watched so far has come straight from the, the lips of the World Economic Forum themselves. From their materials mm. that they've published, they've written a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. That's where this is coming out of. Uh, but things that are included in it, they're talking about, um, and this is a quote directly from the book. You know, I ought to, I ought Did to you read the entire book? I did not, no. I, oh, I, looked, I, was about to say. I looked into some of the more uh, intriguing quotes. This is fun. Well, it is. Well, let's it's, just start talking about politics and COVID 24-7. I'm not a big fan of politics for sure. Uh, but this, this one's troubling. Um, this is a direct quote. Contact tracing has an unequal capacity and a quasi-essential place in the armory needed to combat COVID-19. Contact yeah. tracing. Yeah, so that's, you know, so where, 
where they uh, they come in and they say, okay, you have COVID, so we need to go and trace out all the people you could have been in contact with. Well, that'd just be everybody. You would get down to everybody. Right. So it's like, point. you know, that, that sounds good, but the next part of that is, you know, comma oh this. Gotcha. While at the same time being positioned to become an enabler of mass surveillance, which is something that they want. How's that subtle? <laughs> God! It's strong. It's strong. Oh my gosh! I think that's 80 proof. It's not coffee. Fuck! <laughs> uh, I was going to try and choke that. Okay, keep going. Uh, let's see. They, they want to push for a universal salary and social credit. Which, oh, that's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're uh, talking yeah, about true, true and total socialism, but that's bordering on communism. And yeah. socialism as it is, it's just the social aspect of communism. You're talking about universal, like, like every yeah, country? Every, everybody gets no. the same amount of money. So yeah. we're, we're talking now about equity as opposed to equality. That's, that's um, equality of outcome as opposed to equality of opportunity. I think the more conservative position is equality of opportunity, and the more left, maybe not the liberal, because I, uh, I think true liberals are actually more towards center than their their left might be. friends. But the the Screw left's up. position, and certainly the far left's position, is a um, is you know we want equity, which is equality of outcome. We want everybody to have the same amount of money. Um, which is a dangerous prospect. And I, I shouldn't need to explain why it's a dangerous prospect, but no. it, it needs to be explained now because people are being taught, you know, with these fun graphs and things, you know, where the, one of the most famous ones that they give to people, it looks like a children's book uh, to explain to, to adults the prospects of equity versus equality. But you got, like, the people lined up at the baseball field and there's a fence. And so you got the one guy, and he's got three boxes, which is representative of, of, you know, he's a wealthy person. And so he's standing on his three box, and he's, he's able to see well over the fence to watch the game. Yeah. And then you got one guy with two boxes, which is like, you know, it's a middle-class kind of person. They've got a moderate amount of money. And, you know, he's able to just barely see over the fence, but at least he's able to see the game. And then you've got the person at the far end. He's only got one box. It's representative of a poor person. And he can't see over the fence. And so... That's what they're saying equality is. Everybody has equality of opportunity, but some people make more than others. And then their, their definition of equity is in the second picture where you've got they've, – they've taken the one extra box from the person that has three and they've given it to the person that has one. And now everybody can see equally over That's the what they're fence. talking about, like taxing the rich. Right. They, they want to that take is. that money from the rich and give it to the poor. Oh, it sounds like Robin Hood and everything, but the fact of the yeah. matter is the rich people work for their money, and so you're taking an unequal amount from the rich to give to the people that yeah. you know may be less fortunate or they might be just lazy, slothful people. And so yeah. you're, you're taking from somebody that earned it and you're giving it to someone that didn't, which I have yeah. a, a problem with. I can see the, the appeal of that because it's a very compassionate thing. problem with systems that do that is it's, it's merit-based, right? So let's look at the end result, which is pure communism, right? Where everybody makes the same amount and the, the productivity will eventually tank because people will realize very quickly, I will make the same amount whether I work hard or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went over this like uh, two episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, So it's like... Eventually people if, will stop showing up and then people will follow suit. Yeah, and, and so we'll, we'll just crash. the quality of life will continue to get worse yeah. and worse because unless you have a religious conviction of working hard, that's not an innate thing for people. Yeah. 
um, and really America is unique in the fact that we have Judeo-Christian And I'll say it values. again. Our generation is lazy and stupid and worthless. Come I think at me. a lot of them could be. I, I won't. I don't like using general statements anymore. I am using it right now um, because you know it could be indicative of a lot of people. But it, you know, I don't like doing generalizations. It's. I think it's a. It's a. Under the way to get tactic. hunted. Hell yeah. Well, because look at all the, the the people that are talking in politics, whether it's on the left or the right. You know, the the left they'll go in and say, you know, Trump and his team are all Nazis and stuff, and. And anybody that's conservative are all Nazis. And then the right will come in and say, well, anybody that's left-leaning or anybody on the, the, the liberal side are all communists. And it's a very easy thing to say, but yeah. I think the vast majority of people, if, if they're all being honest, still probably have more moderate leanings. Um, yeah. There has, yeah, there has been a polarization, a pull to the extremes, um, but I don't think most people reside in the polls. Yeah, you got the talking not. heads on both sides, butting heads, and they're ramping things up, and and they're using these buzzwords like communist and Nazi, um, and it really upsets people because those are both negative. Got to have self control, Nazi is man. still negative. Communism has actually been embraced, and socialism has been very embraced because it's. I don't. I don't think they teach the history about behind them anymore, and why they're so detestable. I don't think they do. They. I mean, I know that they've definitely changed our. Uh, educational system, right? So well, they probably don't teach some of that. I'm not sure if I ever talked about uh, the Communist Manifesto on on the podcast before. I think you have, but I don't I, remember. I think it was many many episodes ago, and, and this needs re-saying. I think, but Every in episode. the Communist Manifesto, that's Karl Marx positing uh, or putting forward. You know, how can we change a society from a capitalist society into one that is communist? That, that was what he set out to do, and he ultimately failed. His principles and his, uh, his students succeeded, um, but in the book, he lays out how do you make that change? What do you do? How do you work in a society to bring it down so you can build it back up communist? And one of the first things you do... Um, it's very potent, but you, you control the robes in the society. And what that means is you must replace all these people that are in a, a position of authority and, and influence in a society with people that have your values. So who are people who, who are robes in this situation? You got professors at colleges and, and teachers and schools. You got pastors behind the pulpit. Um, you've got doctors, um, lawyers, judges. All of these people that have authority. So, you know, when, when we have a, a problem with the law, who do we go to? We got people who are lawyers that have devoted their entire life to specializing in what the law means and how to translate it. So if you replace those people with someone that you, you, you know, they, they either are on the take or they're, they're corrupt or something, they can tell you that the law means something different. Or they can say, well, it's a, it's a fluid law. It's something that can be changed. And the founding fathers always intended for this to really be the case. So they have a, a odder view or a, a more watered down view of what some of the laws mean. Or you know, you go to the the classrooms, and so instead of teaching all of the the history or all of the facts, you only teach one side, or you you severely hamstring the one side so yeah. it, it puts favor on the other. So, and that's that one especially is what Hitler did. Yeah. He, uh, as soon as he got into power, one he he defunded the police, but second he created the Hitler Youth, where they just went in and they just taught the young people what they wanted them to, yeah. to hear. And then they grew up and they were completely apathetic towards you know yeah. any emotion. So they made them into 
you know, emotionless killers pretty much with high biases towards religion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's effective. Yeah. Look at look at the public schools and what they teach. I don't and even know especially what especially the colleges and what they teach and how hard leaning they are to one side. They're aggressive. And it's <laughs> that was not what um, especially colleges were intended for. Colleges were intended to be a place that challenged the way you view, yes, but in a healthy setting where everybody needs to be challenged on things to grow. They yeah. need to confront things that they don't like, but they need to also understand them. And in a situation that's perfect, where you have equal pressure from both sides pushing in on something, people get exposed to an equal amount from both sides. You know, the facts are being presented because one checks the other. You know, one person says something out of line and the other one corrects them. In those situations, a person can really begin to think for themselves because they have all the information and they go, what, you know, I'm picking from both sides, which is best. Yeah. Um, But when you remove one of the sides, it becomes brainwashing because all they are being taught is the one side. And the thing about life is it has a tendency to get towards the more extreme uh, you will be bombarded with things, and then you will you will see. That's seek why out you have these riots. That's why you have people yeah. uh, attacking people. That's why right. you have people uh, screaming at you when you say something that well, kind of goes against yeah. what they just said. You can tell it's the far extreme version of that because yeah, they they have no tolerance for a difference of opinion. It yeah. is it is m- their moral obligation to hate you because you believe yeah. something different, and that's what they've been pushing. Let's go unity. It's it's disturbing, and there's been a good pushback from some of the the people that have seen this coming. Uh, good tenured professors that they can't just outright fire for their views, but they're being pushed back, and the cancel culture has been attacking them very severely. Just going, look, these places are not meant to be camps of indoctrination. These are supposed to be free and open platforms. Yeah, that's why you had the you know college campuses are, are mostly public owned you know you can you can walk into a public campus and and speak on them that's free speech is very protected in public yeah. places um but you've seen they've they've overridden things like that uh when they they bar speakers from coming on camp, college campuses yeah. that's been going on for a while and that sensitivity has only grown they, they will not hear the opposing position so you gotta kind of cut a go like that i guess and that's dangerous because you know but, they and when I'm talking about they, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about you, about the media, right? And yes, the the generic media, they talk a lot about echo chambers, yeah, uh, and how oh you look the the right and and uh, the conservatives are they just want an echo chamber they can't face the facts and that's why they're abandoning places like Fox that are not catering to to what they're uh, they're looking for and, and things and why they don't watch CNN and MS and NBC and those things. They're saying, oh, it's dangerous. They're going into an echo chamber, and they're only going to listen to what they want. I think that is stupid, though. But I'll tell you, that's the, the diehard definition of what the media is right now. I think, yeah, just trying to sit there and listen to one side, like your side, is it, it's it benefits nobody. It is a problem. You have to listen to like, both. It just doesn't help you. Right. But the media will only suffer one side to be heard. Yeah. That's why they've been trying to invade conservative media for so long. Um, Trump TV, man. <laughs> well, see, that, I think that I would be a, happen, but you know, that'll, that'll continue this problem because, yeah, the, the people yeah, on yeah. the the right are looking for somewhere to go. That's why they're fleeing to, to media like Parler, yeah. which again, you know, the left's been calling a Nazi organization. That's not the case, um, and they're they're 
getting disdainful of Fox because Fox is starting to turn the tides and become more left-leaning, except for their uh, their opinion piece people. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's wrong for them to want a place that doesn't attack them outright for their views. Yeah. That's why I think they like Parler for the fact that it really isn't an extremist place. I, I have a, a liberal um, colleague at work who, as soon as he heard the word Parler, he started screeching about the fact that it's a... It's a platform for Nazis, and it's it's all extremism. But I did, did some digging into it just to see if it had validity. It seems like it's a fairly moderate place. It's just a place people can go to talk about their opinions, and it's yeah. Um, the few times there have been extremism started to be voiced on the platform, it's actually self-regulatory. The people start to go in and say, "Hey, wait a minute, that's just stepping too far over the line," but. I'll tell you, most of the positions that need to be voiced are really not extremist positions. Yeah. They've been branded as such, but, you know, just talking about some of the issues at hand are really not that extreme. But it is to them, so... It is to them, yeah. It is to one side, so... But that's kind of how it works, though. Yeah, there's there's a principle that I could probably draw out for you. I I can't explain it on the podcast because I, I, I don't know enough about it to explain it verbally. I have to draw it. We'll do it next episode. <laughs> yeah. But in principle, it's the way in which the media has, has pointed the viewpoint of their camera, essentially. There's a right and a left, and there's an extreme right, and there's an extreme left. Yeah. And essentially, for most of time, most of the media's history, they pointed that mostly towards the moderate middle. Um, and it, it gets a good encapsulation of both you know, moderate left and moderate right. And they cover stories from both. Yeah, but in the last probably ten years, they have been slowly pulling that window towards the left and towards the left. So in the window, far right is on the right hand side, and far left is on the left hand side. Well, if they pull it farther and farther far left, then anything on the right hand of Never the, the window it becomes the new far right, even though it's not. Yeah. And where the window is right now, the things they're saying are far right. Nazism is actually more in the moderate right. The things that are closer to the center of political opinion. Yeah. And so little things about, you know, basic policy issues or, or taxes or, you know, just general political issues. Their branding is Naziistic, fascistic propaganda. And it's really not. And, but if the media says it is, it must be. We're, we're yeah. not looking at the history of, is this really something that extreme? They're looking at, well, if we're being told it is, then it must be. And so that's when you got all the little cronies that go out and attack all these conservatives that are just trying to, you know. Well, that's because people don't do their research anymore. They don't. They just listen to the news and say, oh, right. there's my facts. That's why it's dangerous to, to rely on the talking heads for information. Yeah. And, you know, I know I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more, you know. I try to do what my, my folks taught me, which is look at both sides. When you're going to look at an issue or you look at a story, yeah. try and find it on CNN, much as I dislike them, try and find it on Fox back when they were actually representative of conservative ideals. Yeah. And then find where they cross in the middle, and that's usually where the facts lie. Um, but one, that's hard. That takes a lot of time and it takes effort, which most people are not willing to put forward. That's yeah. really hard. So that I, I could see, yeah. We'll just listen to one. The I like the way they talk, and I like the way they bash the the other side. Excuse me. Um, so we'll just listen to them, and that's where the echo chamber comes from because yeah. they'll only watch one side. 
And it really has gotten nasty. The fall of America. Yeah. It's, you cannot, especially as a conservative, conservatives are, are the most attacked, I think. Because conservatives don't attack back in the same way. There's vitriol and hate a lot of times from the, the left and a lot of the far left. Again, I'm not talking specifically about liberals here. I'm talking about the farther left people. Yeah. Again, that's why I don't like generalizations because I'm sure there's some fine people there. But it's, you know, it's from a position of hatred. If you'd say anything, we attack you. We attack your character. And it's not necessarily your argument we're attacking, but we're attacking you as a person. And then on the right, they don't turn around necessarily and attack their character back. They're, they suddenly have to go on the defensive because, you know, yeah, if somebody swung an axe at you, yeah, you don't swing the axe back and you both die. It's yeah. like you have to dodge the axe. Yeah. And so if you're constantly dodging the axe, you're not going to be fighting. And then two, if, if it's the Republican or the, uh, the conservatives turn to attack first, they're not going to swing with an axe. They're going to they're gonna try and, you know, talk with them first. Well, that gives the, the far left the time to brandish their axe. Yeah. And it goes back to defensive. I don't think the way we need to do this is for the, to arm the Republicans and let them attack first with, with that To have hatred. a normal conversation, but that That just, pers- pushes that uh, political pendulum well, just, harder and harder. We're so far away from that now, and even to get back to a normal conversation right. with people would take years. And <laughs> I, I sort of didn't like this assessment back when I first heard it, but I think I'm coming more into this viewpoint that I think the biggest problem that we have right now is social media, especially places yeah, like yeah. Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, the internet is a very powerful thing now. So I have rarely come across somebody that is that vitriolic and hate hateful of my opinion face to face. So I will, I like talking with people about politics, and I'm I'm usually I try to be very respectful of where they're coming from because there's there's usually a reason why somebody thinks the way they are, and it's usually experience based. Yeah, but. You know, even that that liberal friend of mine at work, he's my friend, and we've talked about politics a handful of times, and it's always a very structured and and even debate, and, you know, we're talking about topics, and it's not, you know, we're not punching each other from the beginning, but... That's probably because, you know, it's more one-on-one. Yeah, it's one-on-one. You don't have a crowd with you to... Yeah, it's not mob mentality. Hype you up or to think you have it on your back. But then, you know, you go to places like Twitter and Facebook, and maybe I can't talk about this because I'm not active on those platforms, but it seems to me that it's it's not that face-to-face. Yeah, it's, you can say what you want without the... Yeah, so you're talking to strangers. Come back. You've got that constant feedback loop of, of what people are saying about you. It's like the... the uh, what do you call it? The tweets, the comments. Yeah, it's like the comment or the, the feedback that feedback, you get. Feedback, yeah. Yeah, and, you know... If you either if you say something good and people are positively feedbacking, or if you say something bad and people are, are backing you up or they're attacking you, there's something about that that it's just so far removed from from what people usually do. The face to face, you're reading their emotions and they're reading yours, and like you say something a little bit too extreme and they you know they recoil at it. And you there's something about coming face to face with somebody to to sort of bring someone back towards a more moderate position or to. At least be civilized. Yeah, but I mean, we're kind of we're too far gone from that. <laughs> I think if they did shut down the the social media, there would be mass pandemonium. They, they won't. So they won't. No, that's they won't something do you won't lose is social media. But I think maybe that would be a way to bring us, or at least stop that train wreck of of maybe polarization. But they would still teach in class. They would. There'd still would... be a lot of things to try and bring back into balance, but. 
just on the outright hatred that is stirred up. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, I think Ben Shapiro said it very well in the fact that, uh, historically speaking, um, people don't get together in groups without a purpose, right? So, yeah. And this is quoting him pretty closely. And, you know, like if, if you have a big group, it might be the military, you know, and they're all you know, getting together to go off and fight a war or to train for a war. Yeah. You've got a church where you've got a big group going together. They're going to go worship. But these these groups come together for a singular purpose. And, you know, the collective is kind of very, it's very powerful for a purpose. Yeah. But the, the problem with places like Facebook or Twitter is it's a big, big gathering of people, but there's no purpose. They're all coming together, and so they're looking for a purpose. Yeah. And and that has a way of, you know, going towards the extreme. So somebody starts something, and everybody flows towards it, and that's like a, the hammer of an attack going after that person. Or, You know, it it just has a way of going towards that outcome. Yeah. No matter where it starts, it's like, that's what happened. You know, like the the whole thing with mob mentality. It's the same thing. It's a bunch of restless people getting together for not a great purpose, and then someone gives them a purpose, which is destruction, and then they, they all use their abilities towards that end. But it's, it's, struggle, it's a struggle to see it from the outside and go, I think that's really what the problem is, but no one's going to change anything about that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what what the, the platform advocates for, you know, whether it's a conservative platform or a, a liberal platform, it will facet on the extreme. And it's like, it's, yeah, it's got to be something to do. But yeah, yeah, I think we can't as people. I think us, like our generation, is already down that path. So maybe it's uh, the next one that does something, maybe to fix it or it, to finish it off, it and then we take reset. General consensus, and it would take a lot of people recognizing what's going wrong and the fact that there's just so much confusion and the fact that in the schools they're already teaching the fact that you know all this is fine and, and dandy and yeah it's not I, I really don't think it will change i really don't it won't not and i i would say not for us maybe the next generation or a few down the road no when it resets and people realize they got to pick up the work maybe and, and it, do something I'm, but, I'm hopeful i'm hopeful that it'll change i you know, call me crazy, but I think we are on that downward path, that final bit towards revelation. Um, man, just from the, the way the person, world is man. deteriorating. It's just, you know, throughout history, people have said, oh, this must be the, the end time. You know, back when World War II came out, that was the, the general consensus. And then they had another wave of it in um, the 70s and then the 80s later. I know 88 was one that they all predicted was that was the end. That was the year it was going to happen. Yeah, And it hasn't yet. But if you look not just at America, because that's, that's been a problem with American theologians. They just look at America and what's going on here. If you look at the world stage and see where this is all leading, um, it's, it's coming to a head. Well, I mean, there has to be a, a global government, right? There has to be a global government before the end. Like times. world peace, yeah. Yeah, and that's where the, the Antichrist comes forward. It's the person that everyone likes, and he, yeah. he leads the world order. I don't know. I still say, I still say there's another world war. Another war. It could be, and I before, think there's going to... Before that happens. There has to be. Whether uh, it's in my lifetime or not, I think there's one more big war coming up. There, there probably will be, that. and maybe there'll be a last stand where... I, th- I think America is the last last chance. There's some good allies that we have, but we're the, the strongest of them. We're the impetus for good. Well, we have the biggest army. 
I think if we the lose America, then, you know, the rest will fall quickly. Um, because we were yeah. that last stand of, of morality. Because that's been another thing that they've tried so hard to break down. It's like, get rid of the Judeo-Christian moral system. We don't need morals anymore. Everybody lives for themselves, and you do what you do what you want when you want it. And, you know, you don't have to abide by any rules. So they've tried very hard to get rid of that, and so many people subscribe to that ideal that, you know... We can't recover. If we lose it, we can't recover it because yeah. you know if it's well, being taught and the people are believing this and they're going to teach their children the same thing and it's a very depressing idea. But that's what they've they've chosen. I think, as their I think it's just like there's like strong-minded people and there's weak-minded people, and the weak-minded people will just fall into this idea that they're being taught without questioning anything, and yeah. the the strong-minded will. They may go towards it, but at least they'll question, be like, okay, what's the other half? Right. And then they may still agree with what they're being taught. Yeah, they might be. So. Uh, but that, see, that's where we're having freedom of, of the information or having two sides talking at you is important because, well, let's say somebody questions what they're being taught and they go looking for the other side and they don't find it because it's being censored, for instance. Yeah. Then they have nothing else to I think Ooh, so you, they have to believe it because that's the only thing that's out there. I think I think if there are for the people who do like they're being taught this one idea and they they at least want to know the other half. If they can't find it, they'll create something that's opposite of what they're being taught. And that could be it and that's how a Even lot though of if it may not be exactly story. what like yeah. the right or the left or they'll come up with their own idea that is yeah. polar opposite of what they're being taught. Right. Cuz that's partially what I did. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, I don't like this and I don't think it's right and I can't find anything to you know attack it with or the other side of it so you have to do something yeah yeah I think if people are honest they have at least a conscience so some semblance of an idea of moral purpose I think I still think there are a lot of people who are you know at least questioning stuff yeah and I hope even if they They end up going to one side or whatever and I think a lot of people, they're questioning it, but they're going along with it until they get confronted by that other position and they go, wait, that's what I've been looking for. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about this? Or, you know, th- there's a lot of people that do that with religion where they're taught, you know, evolution and, and all of these, yeah. you know, the science is the answer. And then, you know, especially some of the mumbo jumbo they've been teaching lately. Rocks. And it's troubling. And it's very troubling to them, but they, they can't think any different because they don't teach alongside it a differing point of view. Yeah. Because that's what they used to do. They used to say, well, here's the theory of evolution and here's the theory of creation. They go side by side. They're polar opposites, really, from what they teach. But, you know, they're, in my opinion, they're both equally viable. Yeah. You know, neither can pick. be definitively proved because people today were not there. Yeah. So it's like, so they teach them both and they go, okay, these both have equal credibility. They both have about the same amount of evidence backing them up. Um and there's places where the evidence crosses over. They could have both been true for all we know. But they give the kids the information and the kids come up with their own Idea. ideas yeah. based off of that. That's good. They haven't done that for a long time. I think it's going to be a while before that happens. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, that was going on when I was in school. Yeah. Like, where they, they were yeah. specifically, strictly teaching evolution. Right. So. I was like, you just can't prove a rock is 10 billion years old. Are you 10 billion years old? Well, see, yeah, some of the, so, the measuring uh, things that they do, it's cyclical reasoning because they go, well, we think this is 10 million years old, so we're going to base our carbon dating Hypothesis, test off yeah. of this. And so now anything that has the same level of carbon must be 10 million or 10 billion years old. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's cyclical. You're, you're assuming correctness to use the scale on which you prove your correctness. 
that, that's a logical yeah. fallacy of the highest order. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's that's beside the point. Yeah, that's just how it goes. We're but. so far past that and, you know, down that slope that we can't recover that. Um, and you, you... And maybe this sounds terribly depressing and it's kind of a, a sad position to take, but I, I think if we are on that downward slope towards the inevitable revelation and, and the end times, like, we might have a couple... Final upswings where we we restore some of what we had, but the it economy. wouldn't be lasting. It yeah. wouldn't be lasting at all. Yeah, and man. I think you're right. There's probably going to be wars because, like Revelation says, Alrighty, there'll be wars and there'll be rumors of wars. Yeah, there will be plagues in the end. I mean, we already had rumors of war. So yeah, yeah. So people, it's, it's already people, there. Uh, there's yeah. there's going to be mass pandemonium and confusion. That kind of sounds like what we got started right now. Um, then you got the the advent of the world order. Uh, there's there's definitely some things that haven't happened yet. Uh, there's much debate on you know pre-trib, mid-trib, and and post-trib rapture. Yeah. Raptures. I'm I'm personally a, a pre-trib uh, rapture guy myself, but there's there's a lot yet that has to happen. So I'm not saying like yeah. today is the day. Yeah. But I think it's getting closer. It's always been getting closer. True. I think we're yeah. closer now than it's ever been, and and it's probably right around the corner. Next week. You uh, heard it here, folks. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's next time. week. Well, we should call it quits. Yeah, we probably ought to. That was it's good. Solid. We got to talk about religion first sometime. That'll, that'll probably take we'll do that next time. episode. Yeah. <laughs> be the I already got topics for next episode. Don't worry. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks um, for tuning in. I don't know. Should we emphasize that those are really just our ideas? <laughs> they are. They're, they're all opinions. and, and <laughs> our uh, opinions. Um, yeah, don't take anything we say as facts, because one, we're not a news organization. We don't claim to be factual, but the things we're seeing right now are troubling, and I think it's troubling a lot of people. All eyes on America right now. They let's really go. are. It's make it or break it here in America. Yeah, let's see what Biden does. Yeah, we'll see. See if he starts a war for... <laughs> Nobody knows what's going to happen, so uh, I guess we can just watch and wait. And, yeah. And hope for the best, and hope God comes quickly. <laughs> Yeah. I'd rather leave this mortal plane uh, before some of the Let's real move. bad stuff. Let's happens. move to somewhere else, out of states. Yeah, go off grid, <laughs> like uh, Edward Snowden. Uh, yeah, there you uh, go. You know, he lives in Russia, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of shit going on in the world, not just America. Sounds like nowhere is going to be safe at the at the end. But we'll Madagascar. There you go. <laughs> Love that place. Let's go. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you got any last words for us, David? A wing. There we go. <laughs> awesome. It um, had to happen. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. Catch you later. Peace. See ya.